Beer Fridge Podcast. Hello and welcome to another weekly episode of the Beer Fridge Podcast. Real beer, real breweries, real opinions. As always, whenever you listen to this episode, make sure you subscribe, hit that ding a ling a ling to be notified of all the latest episodes. While you're there, drop us a five-star rating. We are massive slags for the five-star. Why not show your support? Uh, show your official support by heading to our Patreon page as well. Patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast. The home of real beer, real breweries, real opinions. My name is Gavin. I've got my drinking buddies in the form of Callum Scott and Mr. Matt Dixon. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening. Energetic there. It was very energetic. I'm quite impressed considering I'm slacking today, but I enjoyed the energy. I'm actually really pleased I'm doing an intro um, right now to welcome Dan from McCall's Brewery. Um, how are you doing, mate? Um, very well, fella. Uh, really happy to just be here, man. So, Just to let all the listeners know, we will be providing subtitles for this episode. Um, <laughs> really? For you, for, for us? Uh, exactly. <laughs> for us. Straight in. Straight I in. If, I think if they can cope listening to us four Muppets, I think they can they can deal yeah. with a bit of Jordy in there, man. Come on. Uh, a bit of culture. A bit of culture. Uh, couldn't agree more, but I couldn't help throw a little dig in just to get the podcast started as as per usual. So but you all good fellow, yeah? I'm very well, man. Honestly, just uh I'm always happy to talk about beer. I'm always I'm like really grateful to just have a little platform to sit and talk about it, man. So, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Let's get straight in it then. Um, we'll start off as we normally do, go around the virtual table and see what we're drinking to start off this fine evening. Uh, MD, you're on the dry stuff tonight. You're staying dry, which is fair play. Um, I'm off-brand, so I will kick things off. I have lost the fucking can that it's there. I've got a can of... Um, it's a collaboration between Little Monster and Bianca Road. Um, it's Monsters Mist. It's a New England IPA, six point two percent. Do I know what hops are in it? Do I fuck? Because there's <laughs> literally zero wackaging whatsoever. Does my tits in? Um, is so it good? It's it's okay. All right, okay. It's it's fine. I mean, it, it's it's a New England. You can tell it's a New England, but it's it's got a haze to it. But as, do I know what hops in it? Do I fuck? I mean, I could easily just go on. Uh, what'd you call it? Untap, untapped, and maybe go on the website and and then come on. Your sophisticated taste buds, mate, should be picking no, out hops. No, by no, now. I can't. Eat. I can't. Sometimes it's good to just drink it and just not even worry about the. No, I know. And it just that. See, for me, see, sometimes, see, oh, there's there's folk on Instagram and stuff, and I'm not going to name names, but I just yeah. get fucking <laughs> stop being so. F- up your arse about, oh, I can smell nothing now. There's a little bit of this. Just say the beer's good, the beer's bad, or whatever. Just or just enjoy that's, it. That's, that's absolute cobblers for you. You're 100% that guy. Right. <laughs> On Instagram. <laughs> On Instagram, 50, 50, no, 50% of the time. That's you. There's, there's times where I go, this is just a good beer. In fact, the one I did, the last one I did with the Brewdog beer. But there's nothing else you can right. say about that. <laughs> and I was like, it's it's it is what it these, is. It's, these, it's neck oil. These people brew it. It is named this anyway. Let's get this in a glass and talk about it while you let you fill for me. I'm a filling for you. Um, so I it's I mean the can art's pretty wicked. Two breweries that we've had in the podcast before that do really good beer. I mean Bianca Road. That must have been the first year we started. That was fucking ages ago. It was. Mm. Um, but I, you know what? I actually think they got. They got bought over by somebody. I'll need to Google. Hmm. 
I mean, I can't be bothered to look up the actual beer, but I'll be bothered to look up the brewery and make sure they've been <laughs> double check if they've been bought over or not, which I'm pretty sure they have been. Um, but I will find that out. Uh, Carl, what you got? Well, um, thanks very much um, for passing the beers on to Mark um, there, mate. And he's happily delivered some, albeit a bit late doors. Um, so they had to get a quick blast in the freezer. But the man works so hard, it's kind of a miracle that he managed to make it out of this neck of the woods anyway. So um, I'm drinking a beer called Lowlands from McCall's Brewery. Um, it's their Hoppy Pale Beer, um, 4.8%. And... It's really interesting, actually. It's, you know, and this this does not lack for um, description and information on the can, which is amazing. Um, so it's from what I can glean from the the the, the can, it's a kind of combination of IPA slash saison kind of vibe, um, and it's really really interesting. It's it's got that kind of pale paleo kind of refreshment, but there's that kind of zing there at the back end that. That you would maybe expect for something that's a bit more farmhousey. Interesting hop combination as well. It's Galaxy and Hallertau. Um, so that's kind of lending that winey kind of I sorry, white wine vibes um yeah, that we that we kind of like with this style of beer. Um it's really refreshing, um, not too bitter, not too sweet. Um and yeah, it's going down an absolute treat. That's uh, yeah, it's really, really nice, mate. It's pretty it's pretty dry, isn't it? It's, it's mm. kind of it yeah. keeps on like Puckering you away, but you want to go back and do that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's what we're, that that kind of dry that kind of dry finish at the end that just makes you want to go again and go again. That's uh, that's just what you're after for a session beer. Really is lovely. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Gilroy, you've took your first gulp out of your vessel. What are you drinking, sir? It's a gulp. Um, welcome, gulp. <laughs> it's I'm having McCall's as well. So thanks again. Hey, on brand, Mark. Cheers, fella. Yes, for dropping these off and to your good self for sending them along there. Incredible. Look at the colour of that. Mm, okay. Tremend. Uh, this is Coast. This is the Extra Paleo uh, 5%. It's a favourite hop and then a new one for me. Uh, so Nelson, which we know mm-hmm. pretty well, I would say. And then Shine. Tell us a bit about Shine. Where did, where did you... Dredge that up for that's that's one I've never come across before. Where does it say shine on the <laughs> car? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm, I'm no, it's I don't know. <laughs> no, you're okay. It's me being an idiot. You're fine. <laughs> it's been a long <laughs> day. Actually, it's a long day. I was thinking, I don't know what's in that. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's just a can, it's just can of, nah. It's all Nelson all the time. You're good. He did the forgetting and I did. Um, But it's double dry hot, so it's Nelson, 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 and Nelson. Yeah, man. Gooseberries, peaches, lychee. Lychee? Lychee. Lychee, we are lychee. Yeah. Um, Pronounced paternus, which we like. Medium dry finish, which we also like. Again, it's superb. Nelson's perfect. We're a massive fan of Nelson. Of it perfect. Love it. It's super. It's, yeah. the best, it's the best hop, mate, undoubtedly. It is num- numero un for yeah. hop for me. Uh, I'm actually really regretting giving these beers out. Like, I'm really uh, proud of you, Mark. I, I, when I handed uh, them over to you, gravity, I was like, they're never finding their way to the lads. But... No, I'm a team guy, but I'm actually regretting it quite heavily. You know. Fairness. 
tiredness just... kills and gets rid of good beer. Mm-hmm. It does. Fuck's sake. But that sounds incredible. So, to be fair, I'll just have to buy some. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm well. getting all the, the tips here, and I've got the website open as per a Tuesday night. So, you're uh, unreal, by the way. So, oh, you're Your bank account must get an absolute <laughs> doing every Tuesday evening. Uh, I. Yeah. Well, there's a, but at least we're, we're destroying bank accounts and coming up with new names for hops as well. So good job, Gil. Yeah, <laughs> Shit is, it's a nail. By the way, it's it's actually two it's two Pokemon cards. There's Nelson and then there's Shiny Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> so I've so decided it's going to be. So. And this has got the Shiny version in it. It looks well. Look at the shine in that. The color, it's incredible, and it? it's so bright. And it? it's it so bright. appealing. If you yeah. imagine you, uh, if somebody poured, if somebody poured you that, you'd be desperate. As, as I am, trying to hold back and and savor it. Uh, if you That's walked in a that. pub and you see somebody holding that, you'd be like, "What are you drinking?" Uh, you're, uh, what are you drinking? And and can I order it, please? And geez, the rest it. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan, probably the best place to start is to get an idea of, of how the brewery started uh, and the history of how McCall's became to be, or came to be, that didn't make any yeah, sense. Man. Okay. Yeah, uh, so the, the brewery is, actually it's seven, it was incorporated seven years ago. Today? Two days ago. I was going to hey, say. So it's like, wow. we've been brewing six and a half years. Uh, but we're technically a uh, business for seven years, exactly. Um, we're probably a lot longer story and a lot longer history to the kind of development of getting here. Mm-hmm. was uh, probably meeting my wife nearly 20 years ago. That drive uh, you to drink? That... <laughs> Sorry? Did that drive you to drink? It did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you know what? All I was drinking was Carlin. Guinness, John Smith's 20 years ago. And uh, my wife's got a much more creative palate and she drank a lot more Belgian beer. Like, growing up, she's just got such a Belgian influence when it comes to, like, qu- like girls and sours mm-hmm. was a massive part in her family. And, you know, you just get to know people and you, you start to grow and develop and stuff. And one day, I'm trying to think, must be 11 or 12 years ago, a brewery job came up at a brewery over in Cumbria. Mm-hmm. I just jumped ship from my current role and just started as like a right-hand man. And slowly, I, was, I stayed there five years and grew and developed and went from knowing not a thing to being head brewer there. Ended wow. up going on brew lab diplomas to kind of improve my brewery knowledge. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much, well, probably eight years ago, we started plotting McCall's Brewery um, takes a lot more, like a lot of energy and a long time to plan and make sure you get the right kind of place and stuff. And yeah, seven years ago, jump ship, thought this is going to be brilliant. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be a doddle. Mm-hmm. And it's probably been the hardest seven years of my life. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> post-COVID, we've massively, massively turned the corner uh, in forms of quality, Direction, what we do, what we stand for. Uh, had a like a soft rebrand, kept the name, but mm-hmm. really just changed like the perception of the brewery over the last two and a half years. And that's why I'm like really super chuffed to be here tonight, just to to talk about it and probably boy us to death with no. what I love about beer, man. Oh. 
no there's, there's, there's no chance about that. So I mean, it's it's nice to hear. Like if you if we go back a couple of months ago, obviously we're hearing we were hearing stories of breweries shutting down left, right, and centre, and we can probably like pinpoint that to obviously COVID and yeah. the situation that happened there and, and coming out of COVID and everyone taking those loans and it just fucking them up financially. It's yeah, yeah. it is nice. It's nice to hear a story where we're talking to a brewer where post COVID. Like you said, you feel like you're, you're you're shifting into gear. You're getting things on the right track, and actually, things are looking bright and looking positive. It's 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 nice to hear a happy story for a yeah, change. Yeah, man, it it is still a very difficult industry to be involved yeah. in. Like that's going to be for eternity. But we just basically said, like, line in the sand. COVID is like make or break. There's no point in putting all the effort in to come mm-hmm. out the other end for it all just to be exactly the same. Mm. And it'd be a mess and it'd be a hard slog. So, like, I took the big decision to step away from the brewing. Mm-hmm. And in my eyes, just get one of the best brewers in the Northeast, at least in the Northeast. But what he's knocking out now for us, I just think he's he's helped us just elevate ourselves from really good foundations. I remember having a I digress a little bit. I remember thinking, right, COVID loan. Do I put that towards a cannon line and knock out loads of beer that out like crazy stuff and play? Or do I just strip back right to fa- fa- the fundamentals and invest that kind of in sustaining a a good quality brewer? And yeah. it's like I took a little bit while. I was like, can a machine that sounds brilliant? Couldn't like well, especially just, at that time, because everyone, yeah, everyone exactly, was desperate. Exactly. And it was it was so tempting. Uh, went down the route of looking into it quite uh, intensively, but no, nah, just took a backwards, just took a step back, took a deep breath, and uh, it's definitely been the right decision. It's, it's such a like, it's quite refreshing actually because, and I know I haven't spoken to you in the past, like you know, obviously yeah. time and energy into your people is and and your community is huge. We're yeah. going to get into that, but you know, at a time where. There was no on trade. It was all off trade. You know, yeah. like cans were like the currency. Simple as that. You know, like exactly. And, and the fact that you could have rented your canning line out to the number of breweries in the area to yeah. pay for it pretty quickly. I think it's quite a like. It just shows you, like you say, you're not. It was not short term thinking. You were going. You know what? For <clears throat> I suppose if you're going down, you're going down swinging the way you want to swing and yeah. Yeah, that hasn't happened. But like, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I have tasted a couple of your beers years back. So whether it was yourself brewing or not, I don't know. But the beers yeah. has always been good. To be fair, like I remember having um, your the pie bitter beer that he's done. I don't know how many years that you'll be like. Oh, it was only last week. But um, yeah, no, no, it was a while back. Yeah. It was a wee while, but. I just think it's like you say, get like super refreshing to be thinking about you know what like and for you to take that step away yourself you know you've brewed for you know you're talking like what six seven years to, to yeah easily yeah yeah, yeah yeah to take that step away and at the end of the day it's your name that's on the wall mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you know it is it's your name that's on the wall and you know it's your brand you know you're the one that it's your baby and all that kind yeah. of stuff and to to leave that in the hands of someone that you trust solely to yeah. like go and take us in a new direction is i think it's 
Well, thank, thank you very much, man, Mark. It was like, like it was probably without acknowledging it, it probably was quite a difficult decision, like having to like, sleep on it and think. It, it probably took us months. I can't really like in the buzz of COVID, uh, can't particularly like think how long it did take. But once I stepped in and once we started talking, and I knew the changes he would make, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be the right decision. And I remember people asking. Maybe it's a month into him joining one. Like, was it a tough decision? I was like, nah. It's just like, it, you could just see it turn the corner. Yeah. And it made my life a bit easier. The beer was just on point. We're constantly improving, but I could just see it was just, it was just starting to go out the door. And I was a lot happier. So oh, I am a lot happier. So nah, tough decision, but nah, the right one. The correct one. No, good. And to be fair, businesses and, and breweries and stuff, um, if they're going to be successful, need to make the, the, the tough decisions sometimes for the in order for them to be successful. And um, ah, mate, it's like I said to you, it's it's nice to to hear that side of things for a change. Um, like you said, you you not long came back from Edinburgh. You were up at Gravity Festival. And Mark, you stopped in the Friday. How how did you find it? How was the atmosphere? How did, how was the beer kind of going? The, the feedback you were getting? It was honestly, man, it was absolutely brilliant. So, like linked to the previous question, we haven't done a lot of craft beer festivals hmm. this year. We have actually. We, this is our third one now, and it was absolutely brilliant. Like Edinburgh is obviously a great city. Uh, the breweries that were there were. I thought just a brilliant kind of selection of styles and varieties. So yeah. the offering was amazing. But Barney and the team just absolutely smashed it. Like they've got great experience, but to put that on first time and nail it that way, it was uh, it was just so much fun. It genuinely was so much fun. And it was so easy. We commented, like the whole team went up because we treat them as quite a bit of a social mm-hmm. rather than just like kill one member of staff and stand there all weekend. <laughs> we just like tag team on and off. And we had such a great time, like such a friendly atmosphere. Uh, and the beers seemed to go down really well. And we kind of focus on easy drinking beers, but people seem to come back and just want like two or three more fills of the same beer. Yeah. And yeah. that that for us is like that's why I thought that's why I thought the 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 size was good. Like, yeah. like Scott and I Scott and I went to um one um over in Dunfermline last year. Um or was it earlier this year um called the Big Swally and it's the, the chap that runs the, the beer festival and uh, the beer shop in Dunfermline that organizes it. And it wasn't like it's quite a small festival. So there was only probably about ten or twelve breweries there. But that means that if you find a beer that you like you can go back and get more. Whereas if you if, if you go to one of the beer beer events you feel as though that you're under a bit of pressure to get round and try as many different breweries as possible because oh, I don't, there's, I don't so, stop. there's so <laughs> many, you know, and it's it's pretty un, it's it's unlikely that you're going to go back yeah. and and we, you know get get the same beer again. Um, so yeah, I quite I quite like the idea of having a, a sort of smaller number of beer, uh, breweries so you can maybe appreciate it a bit more. Yeah, I thought like Barney had managed to pitch it perfectly. He kind of made sure it was curated through selection like really nicely. Mm-hmm. But I don't, knowing him now, he's not looking to just milk this and make it bigger and bigger. 
end up with a festival like you described. He wants it to remain like tight knit and nice, yeah. and you can come there and feel comfortable, and you can dip around without missing out. So now, like massive tick. We we are praying. We're fingers crossed that we get invited back next year. <laughs> we're, just was... Nate, we're just hoping Nate has a stag do this time next year. Yeah, uh-huh. I know you have got it. <laughs> As Barney said that, like, was that two weeks ago last week when we spoke yeah, to him? Yeah, yeah. And he said the request that he had was unbelievable. And to try and pick only, you know, 10, 15 breweries to showcase because of obviously space size at Summer Hall. And they do have the space they could grow it into a bigger, a, a, like a bigger festival. But at the same time, you don't want to, like you said, lose that, like, Kind of close net. It's there's Aye, a personal touch to it, and all. It more mm-hmm. And you know, and so fingers crossed, you make the cut the net for for next year. Um, and, <laughs> I don't know. They might just be dissing winner. They might be like, oh god, then the cold bunch of bugger off. So no, I think you're safe, mate. You mentioned it a minute ago about easy drinking beers. I know that's yeah. kind of a, a an ethos bit behind the brewery. Talk talk us a wee bit, kind of through that and and. Is it more of a case of you want to make sure you're you're brewing beers that you would drink instead of just following all these trends of all these mad, yeah, stupid styles? Yeah, wait, more than just us, because sometimes if it's just us, it, like we started out and it was just me and my brewer, uh, Sai, top lad, but we're both beer geeks. Yeah, and if it was just for us, it probably would be too, too like niche and too like I don't know. We've got a little line on our website on our about section. I, I read it today. I had to copy it out for somebody. And it was uh, for your mothers and your mates, for beer that everyone enjoys. And I was like, now what? That pretty much sums it up. Like, you want your mom to enjoy your beer? You want your mates? You want youngins? You want elders yeah. to just pick pick a glass up? Yeah, it might just be one. Or the lads might be on five, six pints of it. Just something that you're not... We've discussed this actually quite at length at the brewery. And uh, we had a big collab about two years ago with, you remember S43 knocking yeah. out loads of crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sai is a really good mate with their brewer there, Alex, the American lad. Yeah. And we brewed a crazy beer, to be fair. Uh, 11.4% Mexi <laughs> chili stout. A <laughs> uh, bit off brand now. But um, they, were, they were stood outside just drinking one of Wasaison's. And Alex commented about half an hour later that they'd had about two or three cans. And they didn't even realise. And that kind of stuck in my head that we want to go out, we want to have like an occasion, but we don't want the beer to actually get in the way. Yeah. That can be like for two reasons. We don't want it to be the main talk talking point, but we want it to be really well brewed as well. Mm-hmm. So you can have mm-hmm. a, a really easy beer like a lager, but if it's brewed rubbishly, it's going to be a talking point. You're going to start complaining. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a really wacky beer that you only have a third of. And then, or, or all you're doing is pontificating over the beer, which I know the point of this podcast is to talk about beer. But uh, <laughs> when you go out, or when you want to sell beer, you actually want to sell it. You just, I don't know. Yeah. We find that when you get really honed in on the like nuances of beer, it can get a bit OTT. So we just want, People but we we have man. that sometimes, don't we, girl? I mean, like we we we, we don't always want beer that's always too wanky. No. Uh, no, definitely not. I don't think I don't think you can. Or or just as you get longer into it, and when you start 
I think with supermarket stuff and you kind of stretch beyond that any bottle shops, yeah. your eye goes to the per to percentages and you're thinking, Christ, I'm going to go into this shop here, I'm going to spend X and I'm not going to have a beer that's under 6 or 7%, right? Yeah. And you can have that and you can enjoy yourself and have a yeah. really good time. However, what I would say is that what you want to find, for me anyway now, is I want to find the, some of the really, really good ones at five, five yeah. and a half. Now yeah. that cost... That's you. You couldn't get that, and and compare it to anything that you can get in any other price bracket or whatever. If you want to pontificate, you can still spell pontificate after you've had three <laughs> or four pints. Here, which, if you're having an eleven point four, that's a good little benchmark. And if you can still, right, there's absolutely you can spell no pontificate. Way, <laughs> there's absolutely no I'm, way you're going to be able because it's just oh, as is oh, as is three guys mumbling after you've had three cans of eleven point four percent Mexican chili yeah, stout. You know? Exactly. <laughs> like there's there's no way that's going to it's not going to lead to a decent conversation where by like you say it's not going to dominate for that reason or for the reason that you're just yeah. going to be sitting there talking about whether you like it or don't like it or this, that, or the next yeah, thing. exactly. Mm. It's going to be really good quality beer. People are going to be talking about the quality of it, thinking, yeah. Christ, I've never had anything like that before, and it's only 5%, and I can have four, five, six. And the yeah. people who don't know anything about beer are going to enjoy it just as much because it that, tastes good. That's and it, they'll man. say, it just tastes really good. I don't have any yeah. more to say than that. Yeah. So if you want to get right into flavours, you can pick it apart still because the quality's there. If you want to sit there and just say, yeah, it's brilliant, then you can sit there and do that. That's it. That's absolutely summed up perfectly there, man. Absolutely oh. spot on. Okay. We'll, we'll snap that out for you and we can send it to you and uh, that can be uh, can get added to the website. <laughs> I'll just have like little speakers just like blasting <laughs> that out. <laughs> well, you've got that and then you've also got a new name for a, a new beer, Spell Pontificate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just that, well, that's you can do that. Surely it's super shiny, super super shiny. I can't even say that. And I'm super, super shiny, super shiny, super shiny, shiny Nelson. That's that can be the amped up version of cost. Shiny Nelson, super shiny, shiny. <laughs> shiny. <laughs> super shiny. Um, but I, it's, that's tremendous. Like yeah. it's, it's such a good. We we genuinely feel of, we feel really happy. Just having that as like our core kind of reason for brewing mm-hmm. is like just easy drinking beer. And it brings so much with it, brings so much kind of reasoning, like just having great events or just sitting on your own in a pub or just enjoying a lager or a whatever. And just it sums us up. We just feel happy in that skin now. So easy drinking beer all the way. Definitely. Um, Absolutely. Sorry, Mark. I was going to say so. One question that I, it kind of popped in my head is obviously with the change of duty was it last month or the month before? Um, like yeah. how have how have you had to rethink how you produce some of your beers or some of your recipes? Because one thing that I I, I I kind of stuck my head out and said there's going to be a shit ton of these stylized beers and lo and behold there's been a couple of them and to be fair they've been fucking banging every single one yeah. that I've had so far. Do you potentially see see a shift happening in the industry towards these obviously lower end beers, but doing them as you're doing them fucking well? Uh, Yeah, I think if I was answering broadly across the entire industry, there definitely is going to be. The big boys are obviously dropping, like their their ABVs are just dropping, dropping and dropping for the tax cuts. Um, Us as a brewery, 
we've took a little bit of a different stance. Uh, our so we've got the core range and yep. it fits in four percent, say give or take. We've got one beer out next year at three point four, and it is actually the men's mental health one. So it kind of it's got a bit more reasoning behind it. Yeah, but we actually saw it. We kind of took a double take and we thought the industry's going to go three point four here. So other than my core range, a lot of other beers are going to be north of five and a half, six, six and yep. a half. Uh, and the Belgian styles that we want to like, develop next year, obviously play to that stronger, kind of more depth through alcohol kind of delivery. Yeah. So we're just going to step, when everyone else is stepping left, we're just going to step yes. right. <laughs> You're going to love Phil the old zag-zag. Phil zag. Whenever we're going to use zag. Yeah, yeah. So no, uh, obviously we sit quite close to that bracket, and the industry is going lower ABV. Yeah, like we enjoy that. But actually, off the back of it, we made the decision that all of our specials are just going to be a bit punchier this year. Yeah, that's what you want. That Belgian, that Belgian style is is tremendous. It was uh, for we couldn't have any your beer, but we did manage on Saturday to grab a. at breakfast time, Mark, we grabbed a, a Le Chouf, a oh, yeah, 330ml can, a, effectively Amsterdam's answer to WH Smith <laughs> at, at, <laughs> half pa- at half past nine in the morning at 8%. Start somewhere. That, was <laughs> beer, that was beer for me, don't worry. That is start, uh, that's, that was, I'm surprised that starting and that was the ending the night, to be fair. Oh. That was breakfast, well, some of us had to go for a wee disco and then go No, back. I heard, I heard. <laughs> help, I heard, help I heard by the 8%. Wee, um, I heard about the wee disco and that. But uh, sometimes you need to have a lie down on a state, Gavin. That's yeah, I don't yeah, I don't I commend you for, for powering back in to be but, fair. Uh, came back in and was the last in my bed, I'll have you know. So right. there we go. Two hours yeah. sleep and a can yeah. of shoof. That's it. That's all you need, mate. That's Not, all you... No, don't you worry about the in between bits, they just <laughs> go with the go with the highs. Go with the highs. Um that's but that's to like that was so good to uh, have that bit that will still keep everything different. Yeah. It'll, kill, it'll yeah. keep everything different. It'll stand it and yeah. it'll be the quality. It'll still it'll obviously be there and the specials will be special. Yeah, that's what, what? we were aiming for. The specials just to be a bit more special this year. Well, it makes sense. That's what you call them specials to be fit in. What I mean, what have you like the next kind of four or five weeks lead up to Christmas kind of thing, which will be here before you fucking know it, in fairness. Um, <laughs> What are you more? What what have you got coming out that you're fucking super buzzing about? Um, if you can got, tell us, yeah, yeah, man. In the next two weeks, we've got a double docs beers collab coming out. Uh, so we played on like the exact same recipes all the way through, the exact mm-hmm. same grist bill, as close as we could make them. Uh, but ours is. A cold IPA, fermented like a lager, uh, the exact same hops, same ABV, just chilled out, crisp, refreshing, kind of satisfies our style of brewing. And they've used Kvike uh, yeast, and they've went full-on tropical grapefruit punchy, but it's the exact same ABV. So we've got basically a cold IPA and a hot IPA, uh, cool both launching like coming out next week to trade and then launching at the tap rooms the weekend after. 
That sounds well, I might, fucking I, I, awful. I might be waiting to put an order in then, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll be going live on... Oh, I, I, I'm literally doing the trade, the retail email in about the next four days, so it'll probably be next Monday it'll come up, be live on the web shop. Oh, well. I'm, a, I'm an absolute... Hold! Just, hold! <laughs> hold! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as yourself, uh, I am an absolute sucker for cold IPAs, man. Yeah. It's the best style of beer, isn't it? It's the best style. I can't get enough of them. Like every time I go to uh-huh. a local bottle shop, every single one, I, I just pick them up. Like, yep, yep, yep. I haven't oh. seen enough of them. I probably haven't tried enough. Correct. But we were just like, it just makes so much sense. <laughs> like, I used to say you know, forward lager, basically. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. You know, as but a, not, the, not in the IPL style, like, style, mm. like, actually really bloody tasty just yeah. super clean refreshing just fresh i know yeah i remember um sorry say that again super clean sorry <laughs> super <laughs> fresh man <laughs> i remember <laughs> um i remember the and that's it. the title of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i just uh i remember cami ilkami always saying it like when he was talking about it, he was like, I just want like a lager that smells like marijuana, basically. You want it just to be like dank and ganji and all that kind of stuff, but taste like a look like a lager. And you think like that's like exactly what it is, you know, and just like dank but f- crisp and fresh and that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting hands on. Yeah, man. Getting that's, that that's out next week. Yeah. I'm just fuzzy in the head at the minute. Um, and then we have our annual release of El Capitan, which is our 6.7% West Coast IPA. And it yes. is yes. Pin, pin bright, caramelly as caramel can be. You can swear, it's fine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've swore a bit four or five times, don't worry about it. It sounds uh, like the fucking bollocks. Yeah, bitter as hell. And just really piney and resinousy, and six point seven percent. So oh, proper, Sessionable. proper, proper. Sessionable. Sessionable. Yeah, 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 man. That's a, that's a beer fridge session session beer right there. As long as IBUs have been abused, then um, yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a name for it. IBUs abuse. Oh yeah, we We're doing all the beer names tonight. IBUs abused. The um, <laughs> so. This is uh, an annual brew, is that right? Yeah, it's just uh, what we've got for seasonal beers, and this is where late autumn, like early winter, released every November. I've so I think I've had this beer before, and I remember thinking, "Holy fuck!" And I'm going to have to like go dig in later, yeah, yeah, um, see if I can find it because I do tend to keep all the Westies together because West is best. Um, yeah, man, one hundred percent for sure. But 50, uh, fifty-three IBUs. Last, like the last year's one. There you go, fifty-three. Fifty-three. Nah, not, not too shabby. It's good in the middle of the road. It's nothing okay. up in the the old ninety-nine IBUs for <laughs> over time. But that's fucking that's eye watering though. Uh, that was that would that be was, unpleasant. Oh, it's it, no, it, no, it's it wasn't fair, actually. It was actually really tasty. See, if, see if, to be fair, when I had it the first time, I was like, whoa, hold, like the first gulp, I was like, holy shit. It wasn't like it, two or three, and I was like, know, okay, it's good. The bit they didn't give you, though, is that the, the amplifying up run about that to then still create balance. It would be totally yeah. different if they, if they left everyone where it was. For exactly. The same as 50 yeah, man. And then hammered it up. 
nail varnish remover. It would be. Whereas <clears throat> they still maintain the balance, so they aren't the sugar, they aren't the this, they aren't the yeah. I'd be user, I be user myth. I think Scott. Do you know what? I think Scotty speaks sense, man. And we brew us. Fuck off. Can they say that, that man? Yeah. Yeah. Another, another fucking wage rise now. The fucking talent. Oh, again, here it comes. Okay. Sorry, sorry, man. Swans and swans and late and fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> can it? Can he even read the hops on the side of a can? <laughs> it's shine. A hop I've never seen before because nobody's fucking seen it. I know. Yeah. Shiny hops, they're the best ones. They the that's best. what I'm saying. Like, I be, I be use a myth, but trying to measure bitterness is it can be different. very subjective. And if it's not balanced, it can be poison, yeah. But if it's ultra balanced with a body that's sweet and caramelly, it can just numb them. I be oh, so, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a bit of a very ropey territory, I think. Just got to be good, balanced beers, man. That's it. That's what we need. Speaking of speaking of which, um, mm-hmm. I've just opened the second of my two McCall's cans, um, and it's simply called Fest. Oh this yeah, one. man! And uh, oh. oh wow, this one is. I mean, look at the color of that. For nice a, for a a Fest lager, five percent. It is a gorgeous honey, yeah. sort of golden color. It, it, it's bready. It's Sweet, extremely malt forward, uh, an extremely pleasing butterness at the end, yeah. and it's like honestly, you could eat this with a knife and fork. It is so <laughs> so good. Buy this the pint. You can have a pint. Oh, I know, I know. You, honestly, it's that it, that kind of it, it, it's by no means wishy washy, which she would sometimes you know sometimes get. And these some some breweries will, will just. Brew up a, a lager and slap her an Oktoberfest sort of label on it, or you know, that, this is our homage to, to a, a, a German style lager. And walk it this, by a sausage. Yeah, this mm. is this is an Oktoberfest beer. It really is. It's proper German lager. It's absolutely stunning. It really, really is. Um, Thank you very and, much. Man. And we we always say that on this podcast, we always say that beer never goes off. Right, so we've all we've had experiences in the past where we've had like sour beers and stuff that have been a year past our sell-by date. But this beer, this beer literally never goes off because on on the can it's best oh, yeah. before it's best before the thirty first of September two thousand and twenty four. So it's, it's, it's it's literally best before a date that will never ever arrive. So. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had that. We noticed that ages ago. We had that conversation uh, yesterday in the office. We said, "Why don't we just make all the beers the thirty first of September?" Never go out Brilliant! I'm so glad you spotted that. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like that. Thirty days. Oh no, no. Thirty days. What day is half September? That's not how it starts. <laughs> but yeah, mate. No, this is absolutely stunning. It really is absolutely fantastic. Yes, man. We just celebrated our October fest. We do it as early as possible when mm-hmm. it kicks off. We had mm-hmm. ours the weekend before Gravity, and we've never sold so much beer in one day. Well, it was our whole community, the village that we, the brewery's based in. Mm-hmm. What a weekend! It was just. The best uplifting feeling we've had in a very long time. Tell us, uh, tell but, us about that, like the community and stuff around you guys. Yeah, and, man. Like, what, uh, what, what, how you like? How are they? 
like embraced you guys, etc. Yeah. So we've been there. Well, we got the keys nearly seventy years ago. Probably yeah, seven years in November we got the keys. Nobody knew who we were. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew what we were up to. We had to go to county court to get the license for it, and many people who now drink in the tap room were there wondering <laughs> drugs, nightclub, youths, just overconsumption and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And within about a month of the tap room being open, wait, actually, no, the meeting, we convinced everybody in the meeting that that wasn't what we were doing. But we've taught, like, we would be nothing without the people of Evenwood now. Like mm-hmm. it is as simple as that. Uh, and it, the biggest point was during COVID, they never shied away from like ordering beer, coming round to the tap room when it was the most awkward thing to do, sit in hailstones and drink for hours. <laughs> we opened a crowdfunder through COVID to improve the tap room. We blew it out the water with targets. We went bigger and better. And we paid them back in abundance. And like, literally, we've never looked back. Like, COVID was the big turning point for the, the community. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've come across Crowded Lager. That's our flagship lager. Mm-hmm. It was done. It was crowdfunded. That's why it's mm-hmm. called Crowded. Because it was the crowdfunded. It was launched for the launch of the tap room. So right. it's, it's, it's their lager, basically. It was brewed cool. to open the tap room and the name just stuck. Uh, in October... That's first... the dream, like. That's the dream. See, see for, for folk like us, like, see if there was a see if there was a brewery to open up in our, in our vicinity yeah. and, you know, we could contribute to that and release a lager that was your lager, you know, you've contributed to that and then yeah. you could go back and enjoy it at the tap room week, week in, week out. That would just be amazing. Well, we just completely feed off them in uh, Oktoberfest. I hope it's not the pinnacle. It, it'll be so hard to beat, but it was such a great weekend. But somebody come up to us towards, God, it was like midnight. It was, everyone was absolutely like well and truly served. But he said, Danny, we've, Got a brilliant ex mining, uh, ex coke produce, produce, production uh, community here. So the breweries on the site of where coke used to be made, and that's the black stuff, not the white stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's what the village was known for. And he yeah. said, Danny, in years to come, this village will be known for the brewery being here. And I, I was just like, oh, God. Yeah, that's, that's they're the one, they're the comments that catch you. Um, it was amazing, man. It was amazing. That's cool. That's awesome. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just keep on going, man. That doesn't mean it's the end. That's no, just no, no. inspiration for doing more good things with them. So bring that, it on. Like, that is honestly the dream, like like every week I look on that like on Lethgo High Street for a fucking spot that I can open up and just go. Like every week I'm just like just give us a chance. Just in a fucking, we'll, we'll we'll brew fucking fifty liters and keg it to sell it first. Who cares if that's what we need to? Um, but I just I love the story. The beer's obviously incredible. Like the community spirit is wicked as well. And there's something that I definitely wanted to bring up. Um, that and you've kind of touched on it slightly as well. But is the kind of the men's sort of mental health? Um, 
the pie club, the men's yeah. pie club. Um, I remember when we spoke about it all those years back, it, when I was researching um, before our conversation, it yeah. was the one thing for me that it just stood out like dramatically. You know, it's taken away from um, beer, like what you were known from. So tell us a little bit, like, tell us a little bit about the men's pie club and how you're involved. Yeah, man. So uh, I'll kind of just explain what men's pie club is, and then I'll like yeah. go through the the potter's history of how it's developed. So men's pie club are a like non for profit charity based up in Newcastle, and like the name is everything that they do is just men making pies with the ultimate goal to like tackle social isolation mm -hmm. and a lack of belonging in men. Mental health isn't actually part of their remit, but it's obviously a massive like secondary it's a secondary problem off the back yeah. of if you're socially isolated and you've lost the thing that was the centre of your life, be it the pub, be it football, be it just catching up with your mates, if you lose that, then your mental health just it just deteriorates. So we used to supply uh, one of their kind of social restaurants, mm -hmm. a restaurant that like, just had like people in need of a job we used to supply beer to that restaurant. And then you kind of, that's just a professional relationship. And then during COVID, um, the main guy got in touch with us. God, it was probably late October 2020. And he's like, Danny, we've got to do something. Like, we've got to do something. Christmas is coming up. January is the worst month in the year for male suicide. Can we do something? Literally, by the end of the conversation, we had a concept. We had the name. The name just, like, let's eat pies and talk about men's mental health. It was just like, right, that name will never change. The beer changes, but the yeah. name is that beer. is that name forever. And uh, within two weeks, we were brewing and had the beer in tank. And all of the suppliers, from the label manufacturers, the canners, the hop suppliers and the molsters supplied all of the material free of charge Amazing. Uh, wow. and it just it just got everything off to an absolute flying start mm -hmm. um, it's it's never never looked back from then we, we and, sorry go on Father. I was going to say do they, are, are they maintaining that yeah year? oh no 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 so we initially on that first batch we donated a pound from every can it was mm -hmm. like 33% of... It was literally the profit from every can mm -hmm. just went straight to Men's Pie Club. We couldn't find a way to sustain that 100%. So we do a 10p donation from every can now. But we we cost and we price the whole product ourselves now. So it's, no, yeah. it's just built in. But we wanted to keep that like charitable donation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a, it's, it's a one-off brew every year. But it... it we brew so much of it that it lasts about six months. Um, but it's a firm brew every year in the calendar. Mm. Although I just want to tantalise you for 2024. And we don't even know if this is coming off yet. <laughs> but we've got a, hopefully a big, I don't know how much I should say, we've got a big project in mind 
Nice. For 2024. Nice. Amazing. Hopefully, I'm just hoping I'm not overstepping the mark, but we've nah. some good early conversations that we can just really promote Men's Pie Club yep. next year. We speak it into existence, mate. That's how we do it. So, exactly. it, man. Yeah. So, so no, not, not going to let it lie. We'll give it everything we can. Uh, we've, we've got our annual release coming out. in. We release it the first week in January mm-hmm. so that we make a lot of noise when it should be made. Mm-hmm. Um, but following that, hopefully next summer, we've got a secondary massive project coming. Fingers crossed. Good. Amazing. It's an amazing... Um, concept because you know e- even since covid uh, you know the, the chat about mental health has has improved massively yeah. um but i still think men's mental health in particular is, is something that, that tends to get swept under the carpet and we and, and men are, and men are the worst for it you know We're it's not 100 you know, the worst and it, you know that the, the, there is there is fantastic support out there and and stuff but but it's it's that it's that um stigma that that men themselves need to sort of get out of um yeah. Yeah. Something, something I forgot to mention is we, so we're one of the men's pie club uh, venues. So when the tap room opens, the first two hours are just a venue for men to come and make pies. And the conversations I've had, God, we say we don't talk too much, but when yeah. they step, when they get over that, like, gulp of like, oh, do I want to like come and mm-hmm. like just see what the crack is? Once they step over and they feel so comfortable within the, like, uh, like a safe space. Bloke, it? yeah. It's so like because men's pie club isn't a therapy. It's not an open discussion. It's you're not there to. You don't have to talk about anything. You can just have a giggle. It can just be a release. Aye. But so many men mm-hmm. see it as an opportunity to then actually talk about stuff that's really bothering them. So, it, honestly, man, it it's so effective. Is men's pie club. It's so effective. You can honestly, mate. You can hear your enthusiasm and your yeah. and your love for it. Um, a hundred percent coming through, and it is. It's a weird. It's just a mad thing, like you said. I think it's guys of our generation and generations before us of that stigma of, of yeah. men don't cry and you just you don't talk about stuff and you have to be tough for the family and stuff. But genuinely, um, if you're in the northeast and you want to go and check it out men's yeah. pie club it's for local guys making pies yeah. uh uk. go and check it out um like like dan says if you don't want to talk it's fine if you swear go and have a giggle and have a laugh and just have company with other other men and other guys just oh mate fuck it's yeah. aye we we to be that and you've just sent a text account and it's you're 100 percent correct it's a it's something that we should one million percent um, get involved in we we will try and figure it away with yourself Dan and with and with uh, men's pie club how we can um, facilitate or help out or do our bit for it that would be a bit honestly man they're all they're so open and welcoming and obviously there could be simple negative connotations with alcohol yeah. <laughs> but when it's done in the right way it's yeah. done with like just pure open and honesty yeah it's the pub is a massive part of the community. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, not, it's not an excuse for a piss off. It's a space it, for to talk. Community, exactly. Hundred percent. Mm. No, good. Uh, mate, it's aye, uh, brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. And I, I can see why, Mark, like you said. <clears throat> excuse me. It was the one thing that stuck out for you 
Um, it was I just think a... it's so different. Like, I'm not saying it's not so different because uh, there's a lot of breweries that support, you know, local charities and have a, you know, and things. But you know, it's you know, the pub and the northeast and pies. It's, it's like synonymous with the area. Let's be honest. You know, and, funny, you know yeah, to be and... fair, it's actually quite ironic today because <clears throat> I contacted a couple of breweries today. Asking about doing a um a Movember beer because obviously it's Mo- November's coming up. And you've got that Mo- Movember fish where you you, you grow your moustache. And I, I contacted somebody about doing that, doing something because it's 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 something that needs to be talked about more. It's, there's there's help there that's available for people. Um, yeah. Sometimes they just they just don't know. And if it's a case of they take. An hour out of their day to listen to this podcast and they find out some information and fucking fantastic, uh, brilliant stuff. Um, Gilroy, I want to find out about the beard you had because you showed it on camera. Um, yes, about uh, briefly a second ago, and I uh, want to de- dive into that as well. So, I'm having crowded, I can tell why the people who helped support it's, um, like you said before, Mark, kind of willed it into existence with a their their wallets and their and their um kind of enthusiasm if you like in your local community is a classic pilsner it's cold matured for seven weeks naturally carbonated which means it's so easy drinking um if the, that's your ethos and kind yeah. of mission statement if you like as much as that's a wanky term um it's it, it hits the nail on the head absolutely perfectly. It's uh, just a great lager. It's absolutely superb. I could, Cheers, man. Could, Thank you very much. It's so crisp. I mean, I'm not even having it. I've never even had it super cold. I, I stuck it in the in the fridge for a wee bit, and it's no like it's no icy, but it's absolutely perfect. You could drink it. You could sit there and happily, if that was the only thing on in a tap room or whatever, you could sit there all night and not be um. You could be totally nonplussed about it. You wouldn't miss anything at all. I think there's a few people in Evenwood who do just come into the tap room and just have pints crowded. <laughs> and, and, and no, and no wonder. It's yeah, uh, it's excellent. It's four point two percent. If you had this anywhere near my locale, I would be. Um, I would just go there all the time. It, it wouldn't, Only it wouldn't if you had a sales to... manager up in Scotland somewhere. <laughs> hey, there's a wee cheap dig. What was that? What was that? Yeah, I was going to say we could make that happen, man. We could get some beer up to you. It's absolutely superb. It's so clean, so crisp. Yeah. Um, uh, if anybody had space on their on their, their rake of taps that are available and had a, a space, no, there's no taps available, mate. Sorry, there's there's too many, too many pubs, too many broodies up this way, Nick Lewis. Nah, it would. By the way, it would it would beat a few. Just to just to dig the boot right in, it would dig a few. Uh, it would dig a few lagger guys right out. The, no, yeah, the I was going to say the trenches. Yeah. They've they've entrenched themselves in a few hotels and bars. I know of would be <laughs> their their heads would be turned almost immediately with this stuff. It's so it, it lovely and crisp. It's got a wee bit of sweetness there. It's uh, it ticks all the boxes for a, a German beer, much like Callum said about the the fest. It's excellent. Really, really superb. Yeah, enjoy it a lot. The beard the, the beard that was getting all the raves um uh gravity and it's not been mentioned yet and like like you say I I didn't I looked enough at the cans but there were, was the uh your New Zealand 
pills. Was it New Zealand right. pills? He had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Joe, good friend of the podcast, Joe the Vault was uh, when I met up with him. He was like, "Have you tried the New Zealand pills for um, calls yet?" And I was like, "No." I says, "I'm heading over there next." But like, there was like three or four people that I mentioned that, and I was like, "What's not to love about New Zealand pills?" You know, like there's they just like two things that just go together perfectly yeah. and i just we, wanted to shout that out because i didn't see a can or no one's mentioned it yet so no we had a we had a lovely lady from new zealand come over and she was like oh i seen you had one so like i had to come and get it she was like there's nothing better than when you're just like cutting the grass all you want is an ice cold like hoppy lager she's just like oh that is bloody lush she come back she had about five more glasses of it i was like right. <laughs> if she likes it that that does me. That does approval me. from the locals. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, would, do you know what it was? We went through the most of it. I don't know if it was because we drank quite a lot of it behind the bar, but <laughs> it was the it was the the one beer that we went through the most of. I've realised, boys. I've made a, a a terrible mistake at the start of the podcast, Dan. I didn't, I didn't even ask you what you were drinking, mate. Do you know what? I cracked open my favourite beer of all time, and I was waiting for you to ask, and you never really asked. <laughs> I never. Oh, I literally, I literally realised about five minutes ago. I never asked you. I want my second beer. That right. I Are got. I, we a... I, we got two two kind of stuck in the conversation that I yeah, forgot man. to fucking ask you. Um. Yeah. I, I. Well, first we need to hear about that. Your favourite beer of all time. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, shout out if you've heard of it. It's called Trois uh, it's from France. Oh, it's a beer de garde, uh, 8.5%. <laughs> and you can probably see some similarities in like Fest or a West Coast. Yeah. It's uber malty. It's ha- extremely highly carbonated. When we were all talking off camera, it was climbing out the top of the bottle. Um <laughs> It's one of them Belgian, it, it's one of them French classics, but it's, it's very much a Belgian style beer. It yeah. just happens to be brewed right on the border in France. Um, like noble hops, so just a light aroma, but so boozy, so carbonated, so, so sweet and rich in flavour. And that's a small bottle. It comes in, we drink it by the 750 ml bottle, but because it was me on me Todd, I thought I'll just have a Where little Where do you get that? One. I got that. We went to uh, Normandy this year and we filled the boot. Nah, <laughs> this right, is okay. so expensive over here. Right. If you go, if you buy it over here, it's nearly £10 a bottle. Fuck. If you go to France, it's £1.25. Oh, well, I'm, I, can't, I know I'm It's worth the diesel just for right. the, the, the saving. I'm going, I'm going to jump. I'm going to, I'm going to pass you on to my wife, mate. You can maybe explain <laughs> that. I'm going to jump in the boat tomorrow. And I'll bring I was going to say, here we go. It's fucking Del Boy Baxter making a trip over. He's coming up this day. Exactly, Dan. I'm driving up next week. What I'll do is I'll jump over. I'll pop over to France tomorrow and I'll grab a, I'll grab a few kegs. There you go, man. You'll find it in every supermarket. Uh, it's even in 500 mil tinnies now. Oh, wow. It's, that's and it's as good. Yeah. That sounds excellent. like a side hustle for me. Like, fuck. Yeah, that's Damn excellent. It. That's a good, that's a good chat. The, um, I bet the, you're saying highly carbonated, but I bet the, the bubbles are like super tiny. It's like, like the head like, is, it's like champagne. The head is 
the it's perfect, man. And if I was sat there with my posh glass and he's missed it all, uh, no, I'm I'm sorry, like, no. <laughs> I, li I literally was sitting I here like I never and, fucking uh, asked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, shout out to the breweries. Breweries called San Silvestre. Noted. Ch check them out. Amazing, man. Noted. Uh, and your current beer, sorry. Uh, I went straight on to Fest. I joined yeah. uh, Callum on Fest. Just nice. went straight. Like, I love the multi, like, stronger, richer, sweeter beers. Yeah. That's where my, mm -hmm. my heart kind of lies. That's it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, just not running by the pipe now. So. That, that, um, you you went proper French when you trois months. I was like three months. You know what I mean? Like going pure <laughs> Scottish. I'm just I'm on the I'm on the uh, the Belgian beer company website. Free UK delivery. Um, and you're getting the 750 ml uh, bottle for nine pound ninety two right now. So, um, you can just get a quick ferry across and get it for about. It's about. Two and a half euros for a seven hundred. It'll, it'll take bottle. me. It'll take me two hours to get there. I'll see you tomorrow, <laughs> mate. See, after all your to, to go back to a previous word. See, after all your pontificating, I don't know if you if you don't <laughs> arrive in Scotland with at least a couple of cases of that beer um, next week, I'll be very upset. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should actually just jump here and go and get it for a laugh. <laughs> it's, honestly, also, if you find it, even if you've got to pay full price over here for it, have a little punt. It. it doesn't disappoint, Hello. man. Um, going back to your own beers, uh, Dan. Yeah, um, whoever, if if people are listening to this and they've enjoyed the conversation, they went fuck. Yeah. Those beers sound really good. I'd love to try some of those beers. Where is the best place they can go to grab hold of your beer? Uh, like Newcastle's definitely your your best shout. Yeah, uh, when Newcastle Gated, so you're looking at like Central Bar, Axis, uh, Crown Posada, Bodega, Free Trading, Cookhouse, Town Mouse, like a few lovely little places dotted around Newcastle and Gated. Probably your best shout. But this year, we'll wait. This year and next year, we're looking to spread the wings. Hopefully, Edinburgh, Glasgow. Yep. Uh, we're up at the. Forgive my pronunciation next year. It, oh. It's spelled Eagle Sham Beer Festival. Oh, Eagle Sham, man. Eagle Sham. We're up, we've we're speaking to Fraser. We're, oh, we're up right. there at yeah. next bank holiday in May. So we're spreading with wings, man. So Newcastle now, but like further afield in the future. Uh, the Eagle Sham one's a wee, it's a, it's a wee uh, if you know, you know kind of festival, isn't it? Right, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was mobbed this year. I worked it for West, and it was like, honestly, it was rammed. When when we parked up, I was thinking, this is just like a wee park. Like, surely this is not going to be that busy. Honestly, I think they said there was about 4,000 folk there or something ridiculous. It was just mad. And they're all, by the looks of it, the, the footage I was watching, they're just on it. It's no, the, it was on it. No, so I was like, yeah, please, can stop. I, can I, I'll do it. <laughs> no, stop. Go harder or go home, guys. Um, if you're not in the Newcastle area, yeah, that, yeah, was oh, yeah. that was terrible. That was Newcastle via fucking Mumbai. That was Mumbai. That was that was Mumbai. That was nearly close to Bombay as well. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. I'll leave Harder. that one alone. Uh, you can go to McCallsBrewery.co.uk uh, and grab some of the beers off the website as well. Um, you're you're not going to be disappointed, to be fair. Um, and the beers sound awesome. 
obviously, well, you could wait a couple of weeks and get some of the bad boy IBU stuff or the the cold IP, which sounds tremendous. Um, let us know when that's out, and um, we'll pop it on the socials. Um, and we'll, we'll get folk. Uh, we'll well, pop an order in first, oh, but. <laughs> Before it goes anywhere else. <laughs> Before we do any advertising for you, we'll yeah. put an order in first because there might not be any fucking link. McCallsbrew.co.uk, get yourself over there. Uh, also, while you're at it, go over to the Instagram and social media pages. Make sure you like, follow, and share all their content. I'll put some links up as well for you to do so there. Um, oh, Dan, it's been awesome to speak to you, mate. Um, it's been such a good laugh. Um, the beers sounds ridiculous Thank in you, terms man. of I like you said highly drinkable, easy drinking beer um, we'll put all the links up as well to the men's pie club as well um, awesome. mate you're, you're doing good stuff mate I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> we enjoy I'm, it man we enjoy it, we do I'm going to put a, I'm going to put the boys on the um, like on the spot here a little bit so we obviously run the only uh, beer awards that is worth anything all year in the beer fridge, the fridges at the end of the year, right? So every brewery, that's the only beer uh, award that any brewery really wants to be a part of. None of this UK <laughs> stuff, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Scottish, yeah, beer, yeah, Scottish yeah, Aldi beer awards. <laughs> so the, 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 the question I've got for the, the two guys that I've just drawing, I've obviously, like, I know where my vote's going. Are McCall's going to make it to the bracket this year? Oh, yep. 1,000%. <laughs> yep, easy peasy. Uh, well, Standout so, stand so, beers of 2023 so far. So there you go. So Dan... So, like, so, I don't think I've had a lager better than that this year so far. In seriousness? Aye, I don't think I've had a lager better than that than Fest than, than, than this year, definitely. There we go. Big, big, big uh, I know, that, I know the beer's man. good, so like I, say, I knew my, where I was... You're, you were in, so... There's six to four breweries make it into our like bracket, and it's, and it's a yeah. it's a knock a knock. We kind of need to get it sorted. We do need uh, to get it sorted soon. Um, <laughs> when does that kick off, like? That's probably the, that's, like it probably should start today. Not gonna like. Nah, we've got a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah, so probably within the next couple of weeks, and it's knockout. So we 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 um. <laughs> Champions League. Uh, yeah, we pick our sixty-four breweries and we put them into a random generator, um, and it generates knockout ties. And we put those knock we put those knockout ties on social media, and the people decide. Um, and last year it was Heist, Heist. that that, oh, wow. that that won it last year. Um, Against so, yeah. Unbarred. Unbarred. Yeah, Unbarred. They, they defeated finalists last year. So, yeah, yeah. so, yeah. There we go. So McCall's in. So we've got a list of breweries that are are, are already in, but we'll finalise and then it'll yeah. get shared. And then Thank you, man. Everybody try, gets trying to find the page. Can't find it. Everybody gets tagged in their in their bout. So the whole point for us is you get a bit of banter with whoever you're. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a bit of trash talk. And we, uh, we'll shoot. totally go to it, man. Hopefully, not again. <laughs> fuck uh, you, Verdant. We're fucking coming. For you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we can just have highlights in our group, that'll do, me. Oh yeah. Christ, that'd oh, be a laugh. Oh, Christ, you imagine that? <laughs> That would be a laugh. So there we go. Another one, Andy. Thank you, lads. Thank you. You are very welcome. Um, Like like we said, go over the social media pages, like, follow, and share. While you're at it as well, you can search the Beer Fridge podcast as well. Like, follow, and share. 
Um, if you've listened this far and you've enjoyed the content, uh, by all means, drop us a five-star rating. It's the one way you can show your support for the podcast. You can show your official support by heading to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast, where you can get access to exclusive content and aftermath of podcast stuff, kind of jibber-jabber other things, and the lead up to the fridges as well. Uh, patreon.com forward slash beer fridge podcast the home of real beer real breweries real opinions dan appreciate your time you've been an absolute legend callum mark scott i'll see you guys next week and until next time in the beer fridge podcast cheerio bye